Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest. Uh, she's the founder of Leave the Corporate World Behind. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. I left my corporate job behind, and now I'm traveling the world with my wife and kids. And we love uh, interviewing fellow entrepreneurs, fellow world changers, and fellow business builders. So, uh, Adrian, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share a little bit more about yourself? Yes. Um, yeah. My name's Adrian Dupree, and uh, my background. Um, I started out it, um, as a, a engineer. I moved up the cap corporate ladder, and I ended up as a program manager. Um, I started my career basically all working for you know big companies, and then I you know transitioned to smaller companies. But then my my small company got so I was kind of, you know, in the same thing where, you know, as you move up in, um, you know, corporate America, you know, you end up having to deal with politics and, you know, just things that I, you know, didn't really like. Um, so I decided um, to start Leave the Corporate World Behind. So I originally started that on a part-time basis. And the whole premise of it is, is to teach people in corporate America, you know, how to get out of the rat race, how to control their own destiny and stop trading time for dollars because a lot of times people in corporate America are trapped. You know, I felt like I trapped because, you know, as your income increases, you continue to, you know, to make more bills. And so you don't really know if there's another way that you can do something to actually sustain yourself. And so my whole premise is to teach people how to start an online marketing business, preferably on a part-time basis first, you know, that they can eventually replace their income. Well, you know, we definitely need a lot of that uh, because a lot of people are unhappy with their corporate jobs. And uh, some people don't even know they're unhappy. So good on you for escaping the rat race, for escape escaping the hamster wheel of life and living life independently as an entrepreneur. And now you're actually helping others. So that's so inspiring. Uh, uh, walk us through, firstly, what are some of your uh, uh, businesses and what are some of your uh, revenue streams? Okay, yeah, I, I kind of have two different ones. I do online marketing and I do also do e-commerce. So for the online marketing, um, I do affiliate marketing, teach some, um, I actually create information products. I have a blog. The blog's name is Leave the Corporate World Behind. I also have a book on Amazon and the book is also titled Leave the Corporate World Behind. So I do the traditional online marketing things. On the e-commerce side, um, I actually uh, sell uh, physical products on Amazon through the Fulfillment by Amazon program. And then I recently just started in uh, February uh, selling on eBay. Um, so I'd love to walk uh, uh, you know, our listeners and our viewers through FBA. Tell us a little bit about what it is and how does it work. Yeah, so I, I, I really like FBA. It's, it's called the Fulfillment by Amazon program. And what you do is when you purchase your products, I mean, there's a lot of different ways. You can do retail arbitrage where you actually go into the store and, and you know, trying to find products that are going to be profitable. You can also do online arbitrage. You can do wholesale. Um, you can also, you know, develop your own brand through private label. And you send those products, you ship, you know, put those in a box, ship them to Amazon. Amazon has... Uh, warehouses all over the United States and then when you it'll tell you which warehouse to send them to 
and then they become part of the Amazon catalog. The good thing about the FBA program is you're part of Amazon Prime. So people who have a Prime account that want their items shipped within two days, your, your products are eligible for that. Good thing I like about you know the FBA program is you don't you're not mailing out individual program you know products so when somebody someone when someone buys something you know it's pretty much hands off you do pay you know a fee to Amazon for that but they're responsible for fulfilling that order shipping it to the customer and also all of the uh, customer service. Uh, so what have you found are some of the products that work really well for you? Um, the things that work really well for me are, um, well, there used to be toys, and of course still during quarter four, which is October, November, and December, toys really work well. However, last year Amazon put a lot of restrictions on some toys and brands, and so it's a little bit more difficult. So like groceries, um, I do very well in groceries, especially seasonal groceries, and, and also uh, clothing. And as uh, you know, speaking of groceries, uh, Amazon recently purchased Whole Foods. So uh, I don't know if you're, uh, you know, you're going to get into that as well. The whole uh, perishable side of groceries, not just the uh, imperishable. Yeah. So for the Amazon FBA program, it's only the non-perishable ones. So I know they have Amazon Fresh, but uh, third-party sellers aren't allowed to uh, participate in that. Okay, got it. Uh, so uh, if people wanted to get into FBA, it is a little bit overwhelming. I've actually uh, looked into it myself and I found it a little bit too daunting, so I didn't actually get into it. Uh, what would you say for someone who wants to start out? Uh, you know, you've obviously become successful at it. What about someone who's an aspiring FBA seller? Yeah, so I mean, the main thing is, you know, there are um, some tools, you know, you're going to have to have a scale. Um, Amazon actually has a free uh, app. It's called the Amazon Amazon Seller app. So you can use that particular app to actually scan for products. And I actually have a free report started now. Get started with FBAnow.com, where you can find out how to get started with Amazon FBA. Well, and one of the other. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know you can go. Go ahead. So, I mean, one of the things is, so the first thing you would do is find some profitable products. So if you're going to the store, you would use your scanner and you would scan those products and it would tell you, you know, what your profit would be. It would all be using the Amazon seller app. It will tell you if you are eligible to sell, you know, if you're not restricting those particular categories. And then you bring your products home and then you, you know, you go into the Amazon uh, seller central account and you type in your UPC and more than likely, there's already a listing there. So unlike eBay, you actually tag on to the same listing, you know, whereas eBay, everybody has their individual listing. And you, you know, print out your labels and you put your labels on, on top of the UPC because you have a unique label. Um, you put everything in the box and you, you know, weigh your box, print out your shipping labels and you take your box. I use UPS, so I take my boxes to UPS or UPS can come pick them up. And then once they get to the Amazon warehouse, they'll check your products in and they're ready for sale. So in your case, you actually, uh, you're carrying inventory, right? Yes, I have inventory at the Amazon warehouses, not, not in my house. The only inventory I have in my house is the inventory for eBay. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And uh, uh, walk us through, uh, you know, some of the major benefits and drawbacks of eBay versus Amazon, if you want to compare them in terms of what do you like about Amazon, what do you like about eBay, and what don't okay. you like? 
So the one thing I like about Amazon, the FBA, because they also have a merchant fulfill program, which is more like the eBay model where you're actually shipping the products to your customer. But the FBA program, so you know, you you turn you send your things into the warehouse and and they take care of everything. So let's say if you wanted to go on vacation or you wanted to travel, it's not like eBay where you have to you know put your store on vacation and change your handling time, you know, so people don't try to buy things while you're gone. I mean, you can continue to sell on FBA, you know, even if you're not at your home. About uh, Amazon FBA is they take care of all the customer service. So if someone has a problem and it's FBA, you know, they're going through Amazon's customer service. Now, that's not to say you may not have to get involved, but the first line is Amazon. The thing is, the things I like about eBay are there are certain things that, you know, sell better on eBay. So, for instance, if you have, you know, some one-of-a-kind items or some collectibles or some used items, those do much better on eBay. That's, you know, kind of the platform. However, I do sell you new things on eBay as well. Um, the, the one thing with Amazon, um, I have an older account. I think some of the newer accounts you can get paid every day. Um, I get paid um, every two weeks, so they put an automatic deposit into my bank account. And then with eBay, if you have a seasoned account, you know, as, as soon as the person pays, that money goes into your PayPal account. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's obviously advantageous if you can get it daily. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you have to wait every couple of weeks, which is, uh, you know, right. how uh, most jobs work. You're getting paid every couple of weeks, so not much difference. Right. Um, so uh, uh, tell us about how you're able to get customers. Uh, are there uh, any techniques or strategies to maximize the amount of purchases and the amount of customers that you get? Yeah, so on Amazon, when you're scanning for products, you want to look at the bestseller rank. Um, one of that's you know one of the things you want to look at. You also want to look at um, you know how many other sellers are on an, on a listing. So I mean, if there's hundred other people selling it, even if it's really popular, you're you're only going to get a slice of that pie. Um, so you know that's some of the things you can look at bestseller ranks, and you know whether you know how many other people. And the other thing is, I really do not like to uh, compete against Amazon. So if Amazon is on a particular listing, then I try to stay away from that. Sometimes they'll, you know, share and let other people sell their products, and sometimes they don't. And a lot of times, you know, they're buying in big volumes, so the price that they are able to sell things at is, you know, is too low for me to even make a profit. So I'm curious about uh, some of your struggles and challenges. You've been doing this for a few years now and become successful, but what are some of the mistakes you guys uh, you made? Yeah, so I think the the biggest thing is well. Um, you know, I was doing this on a part-time basis until October of 2015. And um, the biggest, one of the biggest struggles um, was, you know, health insurance. Um, you know, I, I have to, you know, worry about figuring out the health insurance. And, you know, so that was a struggle. The other thing is some of the other struggles that people have, I didn't really have because I was already working from home. So I know a lot of people have issues with working from home. You know, they get distracted. They start watching TV. They start doing chores. But I already had that discipline to do, you know, to work from home. So, you know, that wasn't a struggle. The other thing is sometimes people don't really understand what you're doing. Um, you know, like your peers or your family. And, you know, trying to explain to them, you know, I do online marketing. You know, I sell physical products on Amazon. 
um, you know, you have to kind of explain it to them. And, you know, that, yes, I am working, so I'm not available, you know, to do, you know, your chores or pick up your packages or whatever. I'm, I'm just working from home, but I'm still working. You know, uh, you mentioned discipline at home. Oh, it is so tough. I'm actually here in Medellin, Colombia, and uh, we have rented a, a condo. Uh, for those of you who are watching, you can actually see uh, this is the master room here. And uh, I'm actually trying to work in the midst of my kids crying and in, in the midst of uh, the beautiful sunny weather and, uh, you know, obviously social media distractions, uh, being lazy and just sleeping in a nice, comfortable king-size bed we have. Uh, so, you know, uh, I, I applaud you, uh, you know, for how you can actually be disciplined while working at home. Uh, how do you do it? Tell us about some of the techniques you use so you don't get pulled into the social media abyss or you don't get pulled into the Netflix abyss or the bed, the comfy bed syndrome. <laughs> yeah, so I think my situation is a little different. Um, you know, my son is, is an adult. And he doesn't live with me. So, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, caring for young children. Um, but the thing is, I, I try to make a list um, every Sunday of the things I want to get done in my different businesses, you know, so I kind of have a plan and then, you know, what I'm going to do each day. And um, I'm not a super early person, um, so I tend not to get up really early, but I tend to work late and that works for me. So you just need to find out, you know, you know, what works for you and you need to set aside set hours each day to work on your business. And you just need to work on your business. You know, if someone calls you and says, hey, let's go out, you, you know, you just have to say, no, I'm working right now. Or if you're going to go out, then you need to make up those hours at a different time. Yeah, great advice there. I, I, I've started using an app just last week. It's called uh, Rescue Time. And you uh, install it onto your uh, browser, like uh, Google Chrome or Internet Explorer or Safari. And what happens, it actually tracks where you're spending your time. Is it on emails? Is it on social media? Is it on Netflix, on YouTube, or uh, on other things? And it actually tells you, you've spent this much percentage on social media, this much percentage on your email, this much percentage on Netflix, etc. And unfortunately, I'm guilty as charged. I spend way too much time on social media. Um, and I justify it by saying, you know, hey, I'm uh, building up my business and all that. But really, I'm uh, kind of being nosy and spying on people's news feeds and <laughs> need to work on my discipline in, when it comes to social media. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that, you know, you can really get sucked into social media or even email. Um, so you really need to have, you know, specific times where you're going to work on those and other times where you're going to work on other aspects of your business because yeah you could you know you people try to justify oh yeah i'm on facebook but i'm on my business page and i'm doing business but i mean there's other you know profit making activities that you need to do besides social media they are indeed. They are indeed. Uh, so, you know, one of the other themes and topics we cover on a show is not just the business side, but what does a business allow you, that freedom, uh, the freedom lifestyle, so to speak. Uh, so, uh, you know, what do you do in your free time because of your business on autopilot or, um, you know, uh, because you have the freedom to set your own schedule? Yeah. So, I mean, one of my um, hobbies I like is women's basketball. <laughs> So um, I have season tickets to the University of Maryland women's basketball team and also the Washington Mystics, which is a WNBA team. Uh, you know, especially, you know, if they have games during the day or if they have away games, I'm able to travel. You know, a couple of years ago, my friends and I, we went to the uh, Final Four, which was in Tampa, Florida. Um, and so, you know, the other thing is I get to um, 
participate in my nieces and nephews um, school activities. So, you know, my niece runs track. So if she's having a track meet on, you know, a Friday afternoon. You know, I, I can, you know, go and see her run track or, you know, if they have a program or something like that. You know, I go to North Carolina and visit my son. Um, so it just gives you the flexibility, you know, to kind of, you know, make your own schedule. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing of being an entrepreneur. So, uh, you know, what about uh, travels? Tell us about some of your travels, either, uh, uh, you know, nationally in the U.S. or beyond. Yeah, so I don't I don't travel as much as I used to. Um, I used to go to a lot of conferences. I still go to some conferences, but some of them aren't taking place anymore. Um, but I typically, you know, as far as business conferences, I typically go to the Philadelphia um, trade show um, in in March, I went to ASD. Then there's a couple of conferences that I attend in LA. And, you know, I'm a part of um, a meetup. And so, you know, we visited a uh, Amazon warehouse. Um, and then like for my personal travel, I, I like beaches. So, you know, I like the Caribbean, um, you know, South Beach, things like that. I like, you know, to go to the beach. <laughs> Well, I love the beach too. Uh, you know, in uh, Colombia, where we're at right now, there's uh, Cartagena, which is actually in the Caribbean. You wouldn't think that Colombia is actually part of the Caribbean, but the North Coast, which is the north part of South America, is actually right in the Caribbean with beautiful tropical, uh, you know, uh, beaches and, uh, and uh, landscapes. So I'm looking forward to visiting there after Medellin. Our daughter just joined us for the interview, and she always loves asking, I guess, some questions. So, what question do you have for Adrian? What's your favorite country? What's your favorite? My favorite country. She said what my favorite country is? Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Um, I would have to say Bahamas. Bahamas is my favorite country. <laughs> we haven't been there yet. We've been to Trinidad and Tobago, and uh, she oh, loves okay. Trinidad and Tobago. She actually has the Caribbean uh, cut. Look at that, the braid. So. I see. <laughs> yeah. uh, any other questions? Yeah, go. Mm, um, I'm I'm planning maybe we'll go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll go to Hawaii. <laughs> oh wow, that sounds fun. What questions do you, do you have swim? for her? Some last questions. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, she can swim with floaties, so she wears some floaties and uh, okay. uh, she can swim with them. But I can swim in a swimming pool by myself. But I'm trying to. Oh, you... not so deep. Okay, well that's great. You'll learn. <laughs> any, any other questions before we uh, wrap up? What do you want to say? What's your favorite dessert? Uh, my favorite dessert is chocolate. I love chocolate. So chocolate cake, chocolate ice cream, those are my favorite desserts. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, uh, you know, there might be someone who's watching and they may be a busy mom, a busy dad, they're working like crazy and they're, uh, you know, they're wanting the quality time with their kids or they're wanting that freedom that you're speaking about. They're wanting uh, to make income online, but they just don't know where to start. Um, what would you say to that person who's still in the corporate world and hasn't left it yet? So I would say to start on a part-time basis, that's how I did it. I mean, um, you know, because then you can be learning and earning, but still have your, you know, full-time income. 
start a blog, you know, at least try to blog once a week. I know it's going to be, it could be difficult when you have a full-time job. What I used to do is I would, you know, work a couple hours in the evenings and then work on the weekends. Um, you're going to have to really discipline. You know, I had to give up when I was still working, I gave up, you know, a lot of TV and, you know, outings with my friends and things because I really wanted to get my business started. But I would just say, you know, try to just start on a part-time basis um, and get things moving because you want to be prepared, um, you know, before you leave that corporate job. Yeah, I think they turn, there's a term called side hustle. So hashtag side hustle when you're actually working a corporate job or, or just any job and you're actually working on the side as a sidepreneur. Uh, so when would you say you actually make the jump then? Um, is it when your side income replaces your um, uh, main income? Or when would you say you actually transition uh, out of your job? Yeah, so I mean, I think you definitely need to be, um, you know, have replaced your income and then also have, you know, some savings because you know right away you know you can run into a little bit of hiccups and you want to make sure that you're prepared for that unfortunately in my case i didn't make the decision myself in october of 2015 i got laid off and so i had to decide was i going to go you know try to find another job or was i going to try to make this work so i you know decided to you know not look for another job but I mean, I think it's better if you make the decision yourself, you know, and talk it over with your family, you know, how many months of savings does your, you know, spouse feel comfortable with um, in, you know, you're actually have replaced that income. Um, you know, in a way, uh, what happened to you, you got laid off. It was actually a huge blessing in disguise because if you didn't, maybe you wouldn't be here on this interview and you wouldn't be living the dream life you're living now. Yeah, I, that's probably true. Um, you know, I, I my plans were to, you know, leave my job, but I'm not sure how long it would have taken. Uh, so what I'm interested in is the, the future. Uh, you know, you've built up a successful career as an FBA seller, as an internet marketer, you know, selling digital products, et cetera. Uh, what does your future hold in terms of uh, your business, your life, your travels, and beyond? Yeah, so for my FBA business, I'm, I'm moving a lot more into wholesale as opposed to online and retail arbitrage. And I also have this, um, started, you know, teaching people. So I have a small group, um, FBA, you know, that's a 12-week program. And so we're pretty much going through everything. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. And then for my online marketing business, I just want to continue to create uh, information products. And, you know, just encourage people, you know, to do, you know, there's all different types of things you can do in um, online marketing. I mean, you can do affiliate marketing, and that's great to start with, especially when you don't have your own products. You know, you can create your own information products. You can do blogging. So, I mean, the main thing is just to try to, to reach more people, to just let them know, you know, if they are still working, they really aren't trapped. There is another way. And, you know. You just have to work at it, and you can, you know, get out of that rat race. Hmm. Any bucket list items for you in terms of travel? Any countries, cities, continents? Any, uh, you know, tourist attractions that you're must dying to see? Um, well, like I said, since I like the beach, the one country that I want to go to that I haven't been is Turks and Caicos. So that that's on my bucket list. And you know, just to be able to, you know just the travel, you know, I, I love, you know, going to different places and, you know, it's just great to be able to go not having to worry about, oh, I have to take vacation or oh, only have, 
do this or, you know, I have to check my email because, you know, my job needs me. So, you know, just love it. Well, uh, to end off here, how can people connect with you if they want to take that course you mentioned, the FBA course for beginners, if they want to download your uh, ebook, uh, the report uh, about FBA or anything else, how can people connect with you and buy your stuff? Yeah, so if you're more interested in the you know, traditional online marketing, you can go to leavethecorporateworldbehind.com and you can you know opt in. There's a free report there that 10 things you must do before you leave the corporate world behind. Um, if you're more interested in e-commerce, um, my other blog is how to get started with FBA.com. And there's a free e-course there that teaches you how to get started selling on F on Amazon. And also there's a free report at uh, get, uh, get Started with FBAnow.com, which is in a, a report form as, a por as opposed to an e-course. Well, you have some amazing websites. You know, I love the domain names. It's uh, pretty much uh, what the website is is what it's about. So good on you for getting those domain names too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, so thanks again for your time. Uh, you know, I uh, wish you the best with the FBA business and beyond, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, thanks for being on. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of uh, Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. <laughs>